M-O-O-N. That spells problematic. This week on King Me, the end of the world is just the beginning. We're talking about The Stand. King me. King me, King me, King me, King me, King me, King me. Welcome to King me. This is the official program of uh, Kinging me. It's the Stephen King movie podcast, don't you know? Right, unofficially, unofficially. Right. Uh, I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon, and uh, I have a cold. Rob, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> yeah. As I was doing that intro, I was like, people are gonna think I'm a little brat. They're gonna <laughs> think I'm a little brat who steals sweets. Uh, I'm I'm cresting the hill. I think I'm on the mend. So I'm going to do my best. Allergies? Yeah, in a big way. <laughs> yeah. Every year I forget that I have them. And every year I'm like, I've never had allergies before. Yeah. But then I can look back like there's a long trail of tissues leading up to this moment. <laughs> uh, well, uh, before we get started, I just want to remind let's everyone. take care of the business. Oh, yeah. Some, let's air out our clean. <laughs> yeah. Let's air out some grievances. Yeah. <laughs> First thing I want to take down is you, the listener. Because <laughs> we... <laughs> We uh we only have twenty two reviews on iTunes, and I know more of you listen to that. We check the stats all the time. <laughs> we, yeah, all the time, compulsively. Yeah. Uh, but we do uh we do encourage you to rate and review the show on iTunes. It helps people find the show. You know, fans of horror movies, fans of movies in general, fans of Stephen King, yeah. Stephen King himself. Fans of funny things. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. I think that's who this is most valuable to. I think so too. I like to think yeah. so. At first, I like uh, I was targeting Stephen King fans, which I think is the right direction, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also fans of funny things. Hey, we have crossover appeal. I think so. We have a lot to offer. All right. But I think uh, we are, yeah, we know less about movies than we do about uh, uh, yucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. We're in the business of getting laughs, and business is good. <laughs> uh, so we do encourage you to rate review the show. We have one new review this week from hey. Stephen King himself. What? Uh, title of this review is I, Stephen King, approve from username Happy King Tears. Yeah. Uh, as a master of horror, I'm pretty revered. Uh, wow. Holy shit. Uh, All right. Do over. Okay. Do over. Okay. You have allergies. I do. And it's <laughs> it's attacking the uh, language center of my brain. Right. As a, quote, master of horror, I'm a pretty revered author, parentheses, and have tried my hand at being an auteur to less success, maximum overdrive. I'm here to tell my masses of fans to listen to this podcast, in caps. Yeah. Rob and Dan are funny good boys who make even the most plodding, nonsensical movies a delightful romp. Aw. We're rompers. I love it. I love to romp. Romp Avon. (laughs) Anyway, none of that's in the review. Uh, (laughs) Or this episode. (laughs) <laughs> With the addition of great guests, you can't go wrong. Even if they vehemently refuse to discuss the source material of the films, mine, Stephen King's books, that's me. <laughs> I would still recommend this podcast to everyone and anyone who enjoys laughing, film, or Javier Bardem impressions. Well, I don't know what they mean by like by yeah, that. But yeah, I, I don't know about impressions. Uh, I know uh, Javier, friend of the show, Javier Bardem. Yeah, yeah. He's been on several yeah, episodes. Several. Uh, I mean, if you get the impression that Javier Bardem has been on the show several times, then yeah. In that respect, there are Javier Bardem impressions. (laughs) 
so as as we said at the top, I think yes. in so many words, we are talking about the Stand, a two part mini series. Well, Dan, before we get into the Stand, oh. I have a bit of business too. Oh, excuse me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, we have a Patreon page oh, set yeah. up, uh, Red Door Podcast. You can check it out. We have a link on our Facebook page. Rob's you... sin is greed, mine is vanity. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, this, uh, this gentleman, he donated to our, our Patreon. Um, his name is Franklin Cota. Hello. And we, we just want to say thanks, Franklin. That, that was, that was really, that was really sweet of you. Yeah. And we really appreciate that. Yeah. And I, I think I do more. I get the feeling. What's that? That I appreciate it more than you do. You think so? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm an empath. Well, so I know the I mean, sacrifice that he's making. I knew about this like weeks ago, so I've had more time with it. <laughs> I so... feel like you're shooting yourself in the foot a little bit. <laughs> um, and I and I love Franklin. Oh wow! See, I uh, I love him, but I don't love him like that. So, oh yeah, maybe well, you win. Yeah, yeah. At any rate, thank you. Thanks. Franklin. Thank you so much. Um, and. For real now. We're talking about The now, Stand. Yeah, now we can talk about The Stand. It's a two-part miniseries from 1994. Yeah. It won a primetime Emmy and had two nominations. No shit. Yeah, you won... Oh, excuse me. Won two Emmys, had seven nominations. Would yeah. you like to know what they are? Yeah. Me too. I'm pulling leave them it. up. <laughs> you don't want to know? No, we can... Oh, that's fine. Outstanding individual achievement in makeup for a miniseries or special? That's pretty specific. Yeah. I feel All like right. it went uncontested that year. Yeah. Uh, cinematography. Yes. Outstanding miniseries. Yes. Uh, best performance in a in a miniseries from who? Gary Sinise. He All didn't right. do shit. Yeah. He didn't do shit. And uh, and then sorry. So the other awards were uh, fucking. <laughs> some th- there are some other for All like right. Screen Actors Guild and the Saturn Awards, but some nonsense as, guys. As if. All right. So. The Stand, directed by Mick Garris. Now, you might know Mick Garris's name. Yeah, I might not, though. Because we talked about him on the Sleepwalkers episode, uh, because he's oh, the same guy. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, and I probably brought this up on that episode, but I'll do it again. He directed Critters 2, <laughs> which is my favorite Critters. Mm. Thank you. Uh, favorite number of Critters? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There were there were too many. <laughs> Is that is it like Critters Two colon Too Many? No, I wish. Mm. Um, I don't think movie titles were quite so there yet. They weren't. No, it was. They were just throwing numbers. And honestly, I like that better. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> when it's easier to order things on like a shelf. Yeah, I feel like as as the Corn Kids series goes on, it gets more and more confusing. Yeah, it gets wacky. Mm. Urban oh. Harvest. Yeah, Urban Harvest, which is the next. Yeah. Corn uh, Kids movie, not the next movie, but the next Corn Kids is Urban Harvest. You would think it would take them many more sequels to get into the big city. Yeah, to the big easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So Mick Garris. Mick Garris. He directed this thing. Veteran King director. How do you think he did with this, just overall? Honestly, I kind of liked this. Me too. Me All too. Right. Good, good. And when we get to IMDb at the end of the show, you'll see that other people liked it too. Like yeah. more than a lot of other things that we've done recently. Yeah, I I was so nervous about this because it is six hours long. Right. 
and which if this is the longest movie that we've watched so far. Uh, Long Tommy Knockers was yeah. that four hours? Tommy Knockers was four, even though it felt like eight. <laughs> Golden Years uh, also four. Interminable. Yeah, yeah, that felt like days. Yeah, that was that was really hard. Um, that that progressed in real time. Yeah, but I uh, this six hours, and I felt like it moved pretty an, quickly. Yeah, at a good pace. Yeah, I mean, there. This is like an ensemble. Yeah, cast. There are a million characters like. Before they all get together, they're cutting back and forth between a bunch of different people's storylines before right. they all converge. And uh, it it keeps things zipping right along. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's let's run down this murderer's row <laughs> cast. This, this who's who now? Yeah. Of actors. Um, we have. So we said Gary Sinise. Yeah. He's We're, our he's our uh, hero. He's our protagonist. Yeah. Stu is Redman. This, oh, this is right. Before um, uh, Tom for, Hanks, Forrest Gump. Oh, I thought it was called Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Molly Ringwald. Mm. Um, Jamie Sheridan, who uh, you don't know. No, you don't. But if you go to his IMDb page, he his bio <laughs> describes him as virile. That's a, the that's the fair haired first... and said John. He leads off with virile, set and I say John. he yeah. I say he because he clearly wrote this. Yeah, he's our he's our antagonist. He's Randall Flag. He's sort of the devil. He, I, I'm pretty sure he is the devil. Though. He seems too easily defeated to be the devil. He he does have a like. He's a bit of a whiner. He's a whiner and a, a diner and yeah. a 69er. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. I know, I know. Yep, uh, I know. <laughs> no, no, this is good. This is good. We um, we haven't done this in a while, and I like it. What <laughs> I li- I like where it's going already. The, what the unhinged yeah, sort yeah. of approach to yeah. Um, He's I don't know. I think he's like a self-proclaimed devil. He yeah, he's the he's <coughs> it's a demon. R- Randall Flag playing a demon, playing the Marlboro man. <laughs> yeah. Once again we have that like that king trope of like evil southerners. Yeah. Although he, some southerners are good. Gary Sinise is a southerner. That's true. He's, he's quite Texas. southern. He calls himself a hillbilly, I think, at one point. Yeah. Even though there are no hills in Texas. That's right. Anyway, I don't want to get into topography. I could go off for hours. <laughs> uh, uh, Laura Sangiacomo. As Nadine Cross. Yeah. Uh, who thinks she wants to fuck the devil. At first. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird connection to Sleepwalkers. Like the exact same oh, yeah, yeah. rape scene playing out. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like boy. very similar. Oh, Sorry, guys. Surprise, surprise. Spoilers. We broke the streak. Yeah. We got another one. <laughs> uh, uh, Ruby D. Oh, you know what? Mother Abigail. Sorry to derail, yeah. oh, sure. especially at such a pivotal moment. Yep. But uh, Jack Steiger, friend of the show, former guest yeah. uh, of the Sleepwalkers episode, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, he pointed out that we never closed out Towny Profile at the end of last week. So technically, we are still in Towny Profile. Oh, man. So, so should we close it out? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, there, I don't think there are no townies to talk of, right? To no, there are this. no towns. Right. Frankly. Yeah. So, like Boulder. That counts. Yeah. But nobody, nobody's from there. Everybody just goes, all right, we're closing. We're closing. Close that towny profile. Right. Here comes big bad. That'll do. Yeah, that's plenty of that. Uh, and that'll do it for last week's towny profile. Yeah. yeah. Closing it up. Uh, so as you were saying, Ruby D as 
Mother Abigail. Mother Abigail. Right. Our uh, she she's playing the most magical black woman of all time. Yeah. It's not great. No. There we're gonna see a few uh, some some problems. Yeah, some problems. All right. As a... Well, I loved it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Yoda in this movie. She, does. she looks exactly like Yoda. Well, she's supposed to be one hundred nine, one hundred six. Oh, okay, one hundred sixty-nine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um Ozzy Davis. He's a good he's a good guy. He's a good time at the movies. Yeah. Ozzy. He he does a lot with a little in this movie. He yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't get that much. But uh, uh I, I enjoyed his time. Yeah. Miguel Ferreira. He's this he's the right hand man to Randall Flagg. Right. That didn't rhyme. I said <laughs> it like it did though. Corin Nemec as Harold. Which one's that? <laughs> Which one is Harold? He's the uh the nerd. The, oh! the one that's in love with Molly Ringwald. Oh, the, you mean the the chiseled jawline guy who's just wearing glasses? That's right. Yeah. With <laughs> yeah. like a few fake pimples on his face? Yeah. Oh, but only in the beginning. Though. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as the apocalypse As soon as the world ends, <laughs> his skin clears right up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what's great for your complexion is everyone you all know of dying. the stress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of it piled on to one person. Um, Rob Lowe. Who else? Who else to to Shawnee Smith? Ray Walston. I'll throw him in there. Ray, yep, Ray Walston. He's uh, as Glenn, which is he's like, I don't know. He's very good in this. I think Ray. Yeah, yeah. I, right? I liked him. I liked um, him fine. Uh, Bill Fagerbake. I don't know how to say his name, yeah. but he plays our our simple guy, Tom right. Cullen. He's also the voice of Patrick Starr, which is where you guys might know him from. There, you that's go. certainly where I knew him from. Um, I'm a little boy, and um, yeah, and that'll do. Yeah, Stephen that'll King's do. in it. Yeah, we, we'll talk about that though. All right. So, what's the setup of this movie? Um, the, the the pitch, the synopsis is the well, world. A virus is unleashed on the world. A virus called Captain Trips for some reason. Right. Do we which, get an explanation for that? No, but. Um, reference to Golden Years? Yeah, it, Captain Trips is a thing that happens throughout <clears throat> Stephen King stories. I know hey. we're forbidden, forbidden to talk about the book, but I think it comes up in uh, The Dark Tower as well. All right, well. Uh, if only we could talk about, about it. it. Also, I think Randall Flagg might be in The Dark Tower, although I can't remember. Mm. But we'll never know. Mm. Not on this show. <laughs> Find another fucking podcast. Uh yeah, so there's a virus. It's basically like a super flu. Yeah. It's like a very strong version of the flu that's unleashed in a government testing facility. Which, yeah, we got in the very beginning, It's a, and there's a government testing facility, and there's a guard who is... Is his name Ray Campion? I know his last name is Campion because it was very frustrating to hear people say Campion. Is that who it was? Ray Campion? Yeah. Maybe. Something like that. But um, the, uh, the reason I bring him up specifically is he is a King alumni. Oh, is he? Yeah. Who he, is he? He was in the last movie that we watched, um, Needful Things. I didn't watch. <laughs> Who was he in that? He was the deputy. Um, the deputy that gets his ass kicked by... Uh, was it really? He yeah. looks so much older in this. Yeah. Huh. I have the hiccups now, and I've had them for a day. <laughs> Just hit back. a sound drop every time you have a hiccup. <laughs> I know. I'll, 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 I'll be right back. <laughs> what? No, I have to. I can't do it. Oh boy. Do you want me to vamp or yeah. vamp? All right. <laughs> anyway.
Uh, it's my show now. You got to believe I'm going to do the best I can for you. We'll get those ratings. We'll get those listeners. We'll get those sponsorships. We'll get um, mattresses smaller than a mini fridge. That's how popular this show is going to be. They're going to be the size of hmm, what's smaller than a mini fridge. Hmm, not a regular fridge. That's bigger. Maybe like a mini a mini version of another appliance smaller than a refrigerator. A mini blender. Probably a regular blender. Oh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in the movie, Rob. <laughs> that seems worth mentioning. Forgot about legendary film actor Kareem Abdul-Jabbar walking around quoting Monty Python. That's okay. Why don't you tell the people what you've walked back in with? Because I see a bottle of Gatorade, Fuck. a bottle of red, and a bottle of peanut butter. <laughs> oh, boy. It's red flavored. Mm. <laughs> All right. You good? You Maybe. back? I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. <laughs> so I was just telling everyone... That, Wait, uh, did, was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in this movie? Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Come on. He was the tall guy. He was that one tall guy with the <laughs> bell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, quoting Monty Python. That sucked. <laughs> I hated that. Why? Because it was stupid. Why throw oh. that in? Yeah, no, it is stupid. But there, there's so many weird cameos in this movie. I know. But, like, you could have just had him say something else. Like, it didn't have to be that Monty Python quote. It didn't even make sense. Did you say which one it was? No. It's Bring Out Your Dead. Yeah. He's as the plague is befalling humanity, uh, he's walking around with like a like a sign. He's he's like a crazy New York street preacher. Yes. And he's ringing a bell and he's yelling, bring out your dead in New York where everyone is just dying everywhere. Like, it doesn't make sense. There's no not a pile of bodies nearby. There's no cart. Yeah. And then Randall Flagg kills him. Yes. Yeah? For no reason other than that. He was annoying. Yeah. I didn't know that he had the. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. For him to do that, this reminds me very much of uh, the Green Goblin skeleton bombs from the first live action Spider-Man movie. Ah. If you got one of those, why aren't you just using it the whole time? Right. It's an instant kill. Yeah. Um, all right. Wait, so, okay. Did you we okay? Talk? Oh, okay. What's that? Are you okay? I don't know. The, all... These hiccups are really killing me. Yeah. A day? A whole day for hiccups? I know. I know, but you're probably you probably have a tight six pack now. I don't. No. My neck hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all uh, I got. Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, okay, just real quick. The uh, the guard he doesn't close the gate. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Um, to the facility. Yeah, they're where quarantining the-, the facility, and he tries to get his family. I think he starts the lockdown and then tries to get his family right and sneak out of the gate before it closes. His car scrapes the gate. Yeah. And uh, he gets out. Right. Bringing the virus out into the world. Right. And also keeping the gate open, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, the virus doesn't respect. Uh, yeah. Guard. Chain link. Yeah. 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 Um, so we see him like swerving around the road driving we, through the yeah. night he makes it to texas arnett texas right and he crashes at a gas station mm-hmm. uh, gary sinise's gas station where he is a mechanic or attendant or something some sort of something um 
And there are a bunch of guys Some there. sort of white shirt tucked in a high-waisted blue jeans yeah. kind of guy. Some 501s, baby. Mm. <laughs> it's a good look for the time. Yeah. Um, and, like, and the guy, the guard, he, like, he basically, like, falls out of the car, and he's like, you have to help my wife and kid. And they are... They're quite dead. Dead zone. Yeah. They're they're just, like, clean skeletons. They're sun-bleached skeletons. <laughs> yeah. um, and, With wigs, though. Right. They have hair. And then the guard dies, mm-hmm. right? And he's coughing and just coughing like, on Gary Sinise, like yeah. into his mouth. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and then people start getting sick mm-hmm. all around. Yeah. It starts like with the gas station attendants, and then it's sort of like you you kind of see it spread. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't know if any. Did you see that movie Contagion from a couple no. of years ago? It does sort of. Or what's the other one with Dustin Hoffman? Outbreak. Yeah, yeah, like that too. It's kind of yeah, like all those outbreak kind of movies where they're just like, all right, this is where it starts. This is patient zero, and this is how it spreads. Mm. Was this like a hot time for when did was this like Ebola time? Like when people first heard of Ebola? It it's got to be right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was weird that they made it the flu. But well, I, yeah, super flu, that's a real thing. I know. That could actually kill everybody. Stop. Come on. No. Oh, Too scary. I know. Um, I, I was listening to um, Don't Get Me Started, and uh, a few episodes ago, they were talking about super flus. Mm. Somebody was obsessed. Who's the guest for that? I forget. I'll, I'll look it up. But... Did you get into Don't Get Me Started? Because when you search our show, it's the first thing that comes up. No, I didn't. But <laughs> um, I <laughs> I heard about it on a different podcast, yeah. and the, which gave it like some validity. Right. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll fucking check it out. <laughs> By the way, Don't Get Me Started, hosted by Will Hines and Anthony King. It's a really good show. It is a really good I, show. I like, I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so the so it starts spreading. Um, we meet, so we meet Gary Sinise and some of his friends. Um, I think the next person we meet is Larry, Larry Underwood, the singer. Uh, yeah, probably. Right. Or no, Rob Lowe, because we oh, see him. Okay. Yeah, Rob Lowe's character is walking down the street at night, and a bunch of adults jump out of the woods, start chasing him. Yeah, and they beat him they up. Beat, they beat him real bad, and uh, he's like laying in the street, and the the town doctor happens to roll through. Hey, and almost hits him. Doesn't picks him up. Goes to <laughs> might as well come clean. We're drinking. Thump. <laughs> a little a little splash, a little tasty. Yeah, just a nip. Yeah, All stay right. warm <laughs> in this 90 degree heat. Mm. Uh, yes, so he gets picked up. We find out uh, when he gets taken back to the police station that he is um, deaf and mute. Yes. Not dumb, as everyone right. insists on saying. But M-O-O-N, that spells problematic. <laughs> he is uh, deaf and mute and gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a beautiful man. Like. He looks, you said it, I was texting you about the movie, Yeah, and uh, you said he looks exactly the same. He does. He does. Like, (laughs) yeah, everybody knows what Rob Lowe looks like, but the the roast of Rob Lowe was just on Comedy Central like a week or two Mm. ago, whatever. So, Oh, you mean the roast of Van Coulter? That's right. (laughs) Where Rob Lowe just attended, I guess. (laughs) Um, But like- It was a red herring. Yeah. He, but he's there and he's, you know, and he looks great. And you're like, ah, Rob Lowe, he, he's a fine looking gentleman. And then you watch him in this movie and you're like, was he, was he have access to a fucking time machine? What's he doing? It's incredible. And he like, because he doesn't have any dialogue really, 
Uh, he's <laughs> mostly just face. He's just like giving like like kind smiles most yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to try to wrap your head around. Uh, although when he does have dialogue, he totally fucking drops the ball. <laughs> <laughs> or when he yells, yeah, in his wake, oh, yeah, yeah, right, because yeah. in his dreams he he can talk, right, and hear. But in his life, at one point, he's just like panicking because I guess it's like the first day that he's the only person, yeah, living, and he just like gives uh, like oh, a horrible like. Yeah. I wonder. This is probably what a deaf guy would yell like, right? Oh, it's pretty painful. It's it's rough. Yeah. Um, so this we meet is, and him. just for context, this is pre grinder still. Yeah. We're not at the grinder. He's not on the grinder no. yet. Um, that, then it's Larry Underwood who is a, he's like, I he's don't, like a blue eyed soul singer. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. He's like, but he, he just got, I think a number one hit or he just got his, Do you record. remember what it was called? It was also his license plate. Oh no. You I wish I'd, I didn't fuck. catch that. It's something about like. Is it Baby, I'm Your Man? Oh, man. It might be. It's the song okay. that uh, Randall is singing. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's a pretty tight little I'm a righteous man. Uh, some, like, I think the hook is like Baby, I'm Your Man or something. Yeah, and yeah. That's his license plate is like that with all the vowels taken out. All right. Uh, so he's driving back to Queens. He's driving through Queens, his hometown. Yeah. He was just in L.A., Making deals and some other stuff. We find out that he's in pretty deep for some gambling debts. Yeah. So he's just going to lay low at his mom's house till things cool off. She is sick of his shit. Yeah. This has clearly happened before. Yeah. <laughs> where he's, he's like just fucked up. Yeah. And he's just like, but soon, Ma. 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 Yeah. Ma. I'm going to be, f- I'm going to be fucking rich. Ma. <laughs> Think of all the sauce you can buy. Yeah. Ma. Ma. Oh. And uh, uh, that's good for him. Yeah. Who else is there? Who who gets set up? Molly Ringwald. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Molly Ringwald is just a She's nice just young like, girl. Yeah, who <laughs> seems to be like, is she an adult or a teenager? Because she says she's I, too old for the teenager. Yeah. What's well, his name? Harold? Harold. Yeah. yeah. So I I guess she's an adult, but she, in the... In real life, she's only about twenty-two or three. Oh, okay. During so maybe so, that's it. So she's just roughly like, that age, like just graduated college, and her dad yeah. is what's his name? I uh, forget. Doctor Kelso. Yeah, he's the Scrubs. doctor from Scrubs. I can never remember his name. Um, but so, but the, so they're just like a father and daughter. Yeah, the mother and died. They have a great relationship. Yeah. Um, they help each other in the garden, mm-hmm. and Harold. Uh, he, who's like he's like this nerdy he's like our the closest thing we get to a Stephen King surrogate he's a writer in Maine yes but he also turns evil yeah which I don't know I I, I felt I felt it coming the whole time yeah yeah right? as soon as Gary Sinise was like don't worry I'm not gonna jump in and yeah, impregnate I'm... your love yeah yeah I was like yes you are <laughs> yes, you, yes are. you are Gary and he, no he's not gonna be okay with it yeah um so that's and so Harold likes her a lot, and she's like, "You're too, you know. We'll we'll always be friends, Harold." Mm. Emphasis, yes. Um, and that's that's like those are main main characters. Oh, don't right? forget the part where he writes her a poem, and as soon as he leaves, she and her dad make fun of him for it. Oh yeah, that was that was rude. It was. Oh my god, I god. enjoy it. I I do. I don't know. I always sympathize with these characters that are like. Like the heralds of all of these movies <laughs> that are like, I love you. And they're like, well, do you, buddy? <laughs> tussle uh, yeah, of tussle the hair. hair. Yeah. 
Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so those are our people. And then, okay, so then the virus is spreading. Mm-hmm. But really, the first hour of the movie is just setting up these people. And that's, mo- like, I think we pretty much covered the first hour. Yeah. Because not a whole lot happens in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have our people, virus is spreading, and then, like, it's the... There are time jumps in the movie. Yes, it's this the, starts in like early June, I want to say, or May. Yeah, when the the initial like mm-hmm. outbreak starts, and then we jump ahead a little bit, and Gary Sinise and everybody in his gas station mechanics place, they are all taken into quarantine. The whole town is quarantined. The whole town is quarantined. They're kept in these hospitals um, where all these guys are in like those hazmat suits mm-hmm. and stuff. And People are just watching. Everybody's dying. Yeah. And they're just like watching them die and being like fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is quite interesting. We're the and government the guys like, and we're very evil. Vomiting up his literal his guts. self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just becoming an inside out boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, except for Gary Sinise, who is in peak physical condition. <laughs> <laughs> He's just doing pull-ups on the raft. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting stronger. Yeah. Angrier. Pissed. He is real pissed the whole time. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess I would be, too. Only because, like... <coughs> oh. No, sorry. Do you have the super food, Robbie? No. Oh, jeez. No one used that microphone. <laughs> You're going to die. I'll never tell. <laughs> um, You may not, but the boils on your neck are speaking volumes. Oh. So he's like, yeah, it wouldn't even be that big a deal... To, like, keep someone in quarantine if they weren't also just, like, mad that he wasn't dying. Yeah. That's the whole thing. that he's not dying. Yeah. Uh, To the point where the one guy left in the hospital who's alive comes in with a gun is like... He's dying. Yeah. He's like, why aren't you like this also? He's like, yeah, he's going to shoot Gary Sinise. And Gary Sinise is like, why are you going to kill me? And he's like, because everybody else is dying. He's like, I've watched a lot of good men die. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and you're just some fucking chicken fried piece of shit. (laughs) It's just some, like, classist kind of shit. Yeah. And and he's like, and Garrison's like, fuck fuck you, man. (laughs) 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 And then they have it out a little bit, and uh, Garrison ends up shooting him up. Yeah. and Pumps uh, a few rounds into his stomach. I think that's a thing that happens several times in this movie, right? Yeah, belly's full of lead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, fucking what's her name? Uh, Larry Underwood Maybe? runs with Carrie Underwood. Yeah. No, his oh. his new wife. Oh, okay. She pumps him full, of, pumps Randall full of lead in the belly. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he's like, ha, ha, ha. That's a pretty fucked up thing. Yeah. That scene. And we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Sinise is out. And at this point, like, everybody's dead. Everybody who's going to die is dead. Mm-hmm. But there are people that are alive. Um, nobody is quite sure why. Coincidentally, they're all the people we've been following this whole time. Yeah. Um, and also, um, before we go any further, everybody who's alive has been having these dreams with mm. where they're in. They walk out of this cornfield in, into, like, um, this opening with a house. Yeah. And a little prop house. Right. Yeah. And Mother Abigail is sitting on the porch playing guitar. And Just being like, Lordy, Lordy. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so on. And, and, and that sort of thing. And the like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's this 106 year old woman. Um, 
and she she's like some sort of a prophet. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. That's exactly right. She. Okay. Yeah, she seems to be communicating with God. That's never called into question. No. It is simply taken for granted that, like, like th- this story, this is a universe where God exists. Yes. Right? God and the devil exist. Right. So uh, all of our survivors, they're having dreams where they see Mother Abigail playing guitar, and she's like, you come see me sometime. Uh What's the name of the house in Nebraska? I, I don't know. That's fine. But, yeah, they're like, come to Nebraska. I'll just be sitting here. And usually at the end of the vision, there's like a, a little a scare from oh, yeah. from Randall. From a ran- one Randall flag. Yeah. Sometimes he's a mean scarecrow. That one time he was the mean scarecrow. You remember that? Yeah, that was too scary. That scared me. Yeah. That really caught me off guard. Yeah. That, um, sometimes is, he's just a regular crow. Yeah. This is the second or third time I've been scared watching one of these movies. Yeah. Uh, really racking them up. Whoa. That's one every ten movies, though. That's not a great ratio. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he transforms into a crow a lot. Yeah, which is nice. It's a nice little visual thing. So, so okay. So Gary Sinise is on the road. He's he's got to go out and like now now we're, it's it's the apocalypse, baby. We got to go figure <laughs> this out. Um, Molly Ringwald and her friend Harold. They get motorcycles. They do. Harold seems to raid a leather shop. Yeah, like he's a, a real store. leather daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he gets this the worst jacket I've ever seen. Jacket. Oh, covered I hated in, that. in metal studs. studs. Yeah. yeah. And uh and assless chaps. Um What a, what's the function of an assless chap? I don't. Is it just to let your ass ass breathe? <laughs> Mister? <laughs> <laughs> ass breathe <laughs> jesus christ i don't know what it is really yeah i don't know what what point uh they what what they serve besides like an apocalyptic sort of use right where it's just like well we don't matter nothing matters anymore ass is gonna... out everyone <laughs> yeah, that's it that's it baby. that'll be our post-apocalyptic yeah. gang will be the ass <laughs> my is ass out has boys. been in for too long <laughs> <laughs> no one around to tell me no no more <laughs> yeah um so they they end up running into Gary Sinise and his friend uh, Glenn, who is played by what's his name Ray Walston. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ray Walston, yeah, he's just painting, hanging out with his dog, waiting for the world to end. Yeah, Kojak is that the dog's name? That's exactly his name. Yeah. Um. So they get together, and and Harold is like. Harold's immediately threatened by Gary Sinise. He's like, and probably Ray Walston also. He's yeah, just threatened. Any, yeah. Anyone, <coughs> anyone with a with a penis. He's yeah. like, you're trying to steal my girl. Yeah, you're old man. To, you're trying to penis my girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but Gary Sinise is he's trying to like, like. They're they're good people. They're, he's like, well, we should all go together. Splitting up is dumb. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. Yeah, Molly. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. Yeah, um, and then Gary Sinise pulls him aside. He's like, listen, I'm not trying to cut in on your action over here, which yeah. which he totally does. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, he puts a baby in her. Yeah, straight he, up. He totally penises her. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to penis your girl. I'm not trying to penis her vagina or anything like that. That's not a bad Sinise you got going on there. Yeah. I, Thanks. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. 
Yeah, this is like God you talk damn. like you're chewing on jerky. Yeah, yeah. Listen. <laughs> you just yeah, you gotta like keep it low. If and I mumbled. think about it, I'll slip into like Edward G. Robinson in a library. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm looking for the brothers Karamasov. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um <coughs> oh boy. So they go, uh they end up linking up the four of them, right? Uh, while this is happening, Larry is in New York, and he he finds Nadine. Nadine. Played by Lara Sanjiacomo. Who you may know from Just Shoot Me. And Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Sure. I haven't seen that, though. Wow. Okay. But I've only, I've seen every episode of Just Shoot Just Me. Just Shoot Me. Yeah. Right? It's Just Shoot Me, right? That she's on? I think so. Yeah. Cool. Talked a big Just Shoot Me game. <laughs> you're, you're right. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Also starring what's his name from uh, David Spade, Galaxy Quest. No, uh, the guy who plays the alien, the you are our last hope guy. It doesn't matter. This is the monk. Are you talking about monk? No, I don't know. Like I don't know who disgraced. Oh, I know what you're talking is. about. Yeah, it's that guy. That guy. Another um, Italian. Enrico. Palazzo? Calanti, Cal, uh, Calantani. Uh, oh, huh? You were close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's like a dumb idiot who happened to be walking by and heard someone say Enrico. They're like, <laughs> I know an Enrico. <laughs> Hello, new friends. Um, so we, okay, so they're together, um, and they they're in New York and just about everybody's dead. Um, but they're sort of like they're trying to do like the the initial uh, thing that people no parents would do. Yeah, yeah. just like home aloneing it basically. Yeah. They go to a fancy restaurant, he's cooking them steaks. Yeah. Nice steak dinner, baby. Seems unwise in a world where there's no refrigeration. Yeah. But well, you gotta eat those steaks first week. Yeah. That's yeah. not gonna last. Could be dry aged. What do I know? Right. Um but they actually they stay together for when did they split up at some point? After they leave the city. Okay. Oh, fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they, they, there's like tension between them the entire well, time. Yeah. Okay. So yes, now I'm remembering. So they end up leaving the city together, backpacks on, like hiking across country somewhere, and he tries putting the moves on her. He's like, and they're like, they're making out. It's starting to get. Hot and heavy. Hard. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic sex. Deep tongue kissing. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, we can't. And he's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, why? Yeah. Like, like I respect that you said no, but you got to tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, I just don't feel right about it, and I'm just not whatever. And we find out that she's been having dreams of her own mm. about one Randall Flagg. Oh, the sex maven himself, yeah. Randy Flagg. Oh, my God. That fucking set jawline. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> so virile. Oh. Oh. He's about to uh, he's about to plant his Randy Flagg. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's <coughs> she's having these dreams. Um and he's basically like, you're my woman. <laughs> like, what are you saving gonna... yourself for who? I'm yeah. the last one. Yeah, yeah. 
Flag is just. It like, was me and I... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and we saw him. We both saw him die. Yeah. Now they didn't see. I him. don't know why um, she's his woman though. Um, there's the no flag. explanation. There isn't, right? No. There, like, I bet there's a scene in the book. If only we could talk about it. No. Well, that's what I felt like. This whole movie, I, I was like, I, I thought it was good, but I could tell where the backstories were right left out. Yeah. You know, because like we kind of just get. Like one thing about each of them, yeah. It's like Gary Sinise is just—he's our Christ figure. Yeah, that's all you need to know about him, right? Uh, Larry is a musician. Yep. Uh, what did Nadine do before? I don't know. Yeah, maybe we don't know what yeah, she yeah. did. But like Tom Cullen's a simpleton. Although I can't imagine his character is more fleshed out in the book, right? And God, I hope not. I hope just like all you can hope to do is just like contain the number of times he has seen or talks oh, man oh god it he's straight can we talk about him real quick yeah well okay yeah let's talk about it because so uh yeah roblo roblo uh starts you know bicycling out of town yeah. basically and then he comes upon tom cullen tom cullen is he's simple yeah he's he, he's a giant he's also. he's a gigantic man and he looks exactly like what's his name from lawnmower man he has the same haircut yeah. and the same outfit yeah, he's fahey. wearing overalls yeah he's a real fahey he is a real fahey and he's yeah he's just he's got that trey parker like fucking well, no I, his scarecrow hair, haircut it well i thought his hair it's a little disheveled but it's like it's also like very fine yeah like like uh, the hair like on corn like, silk, yeah, corn silk, or like <laughs> Hulk Hogan's hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. But yeah. he's like, yeah, he's simple. And if you haven't seen this and you're wondering where M O O N comes yeah. from, that's a, I'll put it in quotes, joke that he keeps telling. Well, it's not a joke. It's just that's not a that's him. Doesn't being he simple? Is it? Yeah. I thought it was like. His one joke or no. something. Oh, wow. No. He, like, somebody will say something like, oh, we have to, um, I don't know, get to the pharmacy. They'll say M-O-O-N. Like, that spells pharmacy. Right. Huh. Um, but I didn't. I, I thought, I thought like. I thought he was just being like simple. And, maybe. And it's like, I can spell everything. <laughs> oh, probably. That seems more likely. Right. Yeah, it's not tastefully done. No. Yeah, they throw the R word around a lot. They do. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they stumble upon Shawnee Smith. Mm. Who, oh God, she's she's like immediately she's like she's like let like she finds Rob Lowe and she's like and she has oh, the reaction you're... anyone would have upon <laughs> right. finding Rob Lowe after the apocalypse. Right. Fucking split. Yeah, just <laughs> just fuck me daddy yeah just straight up and she she's wearing like this skirt and like these high heels it's a fucking apocalypse these mm. are not uh, she also like yeah i don't know i feel like if she's that like sex crazy yeah why is she wearing clothes at all in the apocalypse yeah because she, she's, she's like so a lunatic s- yeah she's out of her mind she's not any any semblance of like a real person who's ever existed right she simply she lacks empathy completely <laughs> right and craves sex and that's all there is to her yeah she's just like ooh, ooh, and roblo is like tom cullen is sick so roblo <laughs> is going to get him like pepto-bismol or something and that's where he finds shawnee smith in the pharmacy 
and she's just like, oh my god, just give me, give it to yeah. me now. <laughs> and, and he's and like, he's like, I can't. My friends, right there. Yeah, she's like, he's not gonna know, right? Because <laughs> he has a learning disability. Yeah, in so many words, right? Uh, and then she's like making fun of him and making fun of both of them. Um, and Rublo ultimately slaps her across the mouth. Does he? Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he hits her hard and then like throws her. Yeah, like down the street. <laughs> yeah, not all the way down the street. Yeah. A does he feet. pull a gun on her too? Probably. I think he does. Well, she shoots at them. Yeah. Right? She runs away, scampers up into a building, gets a rifle, and starts popping off rounds. Yeah. Not like warning rounds. Like no. she's trying to hit them. Yeah. She's like, I, I feel like she, she says something like, probably gay anyway, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. She She's like that kind of person. <sighs> yeah. That kind of, yeah. Kind of shithead. Oh, my God. Uh, that scene, I wish it hadn't happened. Like, I know they had to because she shows up later. Yeah. Just have her do anything else. I hated watching that. Well, <laughs> oh, what is there? Are the women in this underwritten? <laughs> that... Hey, you know what? You could say that. Nadine also has a singular purpose, and it is to fuck the devil. Yeah, everything she, she does. Right. Well, is magic. Yes, every Molly <laughs> just turns me on. <laughs> Molly Ringwald. Um, she's not good in this. No, she's not. She doesn't have anything to do though besides get pregnant. Well, yeah, but I don't know. She, I don't know. I get. Yeah, you're right. Um, she yeah, just falls little, in love like, and gets pregnant. But she's like, uh, yeah. No, you're right. Because they know. don't. I don't know. I maybe there, I missed this. I part, feel like but there like, could have been like a, some some sort of a nuance or something between like a love yeah, triangle. Right. Like she could have. I don't know. She could have just. Yeah, that could have been it. It's like there could have well, been something. Yeah. Uh, what's his name cares about me so much, and she probably thinks of him as what's his name. <laughs> yeah, Harold. Harold, yeah. Harold cares about me so much. Uh Gary Sinise, he's uh he looks like he has the flu even though he doesn't. Right. And that gets me going. Yep. Uh yeah. There could have been some like conflict of interest, but I feel like it just went straight into them porking. Yeah. Yeah. Um just slipping her the pig. Yeah. So I don't know. Let's let's sort of skip ahead a little bit. Please. Yeah. Because I don't want to take up six hours to explain. Yeah. Um so what ends up happening is all of the quote unquote good people um, go to Mother Abigail. They go to they meet up with Mother Abigail in Kansas first, and then Nebraska, they all Nebraska, and then they all go okay. to Colorado. Yeah, they all they to, drive her there in the bed of a pickup truck, sitting in a rocking chair. Well, yeah, come on. <laughs> so uh, they packed up their bags and they moved to Beverly. That's right, Hills. That is. <laughs> um, they all go to uh, Boulder, Colorado. While this is happening. Um, Randall Flagg is setting up his own camp of like marauders. Yeah, yeah. In Las Vegas, like uh, no good down low. Yeah, people. No good nicks. People who were criminals in right in life. Right, bad bad guys that just happened to live through the apocalypse. One guy lived. He was like stuck in jail. Yeah, that's his right that's, hand man. Right, Miguel Ferreira. Yeah, he. He robs a convenience store where people end up shot. He gets arrested and thrown in jail, and then everybody dies. And Randall Flag, he's like, like "How'd you live?" And he's been eating rats. Yeah, Gross. but Randall lets him out in yeah. exchange for his soul, I guess. Well, he's just like, "You got to work for me, buddy." And he gives everyone those stones, though, like those black stones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. Not explained. Like a soul transmission thing. Mm. 
It doesn't know. matter. Yeah. It truly doesn't matter. But like, then there's the trash can man. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about trash. Let's talk. Yeah. Trash for short. All yeah. of, my friends call me trash. <laughs> he, um, his first scene in the movie, he comes upon a oil refinery <laughs> and he's like super excited about it. He's played by, um, oh, he's been in other things like that you would know. Uh, fuck. I'll find it. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, Matt, uh, Matt, uh, Freer, Freer. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, all right. anyway. a lot of work for very little yeah. pay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, so he's, uh, yeah, he's at like one of those. Uh, he's Max Headroom. He's, he is Max oh, Headroom. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Wow. Duh. Okay. Uh, duh. Yeah. No, so Max Headroom is climbing these stairs. Right. And, uh, and he's talking to himself, and he's like, some real crazy business. Right. And he, he pops open the lid, like, on the the oil tank. Yeah. It's like one of those big oil tanks that has, like, a spiral of stairs going all the way around it. Right. Yeah. And, he, like, he just starts dropping, like, dynamite. Dynamite, yeah. Like, and he sets up the little the detonator with a timer, and then he just runs. Yeah. And he's just like this crazy pyromaniac. That's he just it. wants to see the world burn. Yeah. Some men just want to see the world burn. Was that? It started off as Sean Connery. I know. <laughs> I, I like to think that Sean Connery would have made a better Alfred. I like to think that Sean Connery was in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trash can man. Trash can man. <laughs> Trash. Trash. <laughs> uh, that's Sean Connery saying the word trash. <laughs> um, but Randall Flagg has gotten into his head, and he's like, trash can man. My man. <laughs> my man with the trash. Yeah, my main can. <laughs> Meet me out in Vegas, baby. I got big plans for you. Mm. Trash is his like right man, right-hand man, despite being... Bad shit? Insane, yeah. yeah. Like, Trash Can Man just goes straight to Vegas, like, without stopping for, like, food or drink, seemingly. Because yeah. he gets there and just collapses on a poker table. Yeah. And what does he keep saying? Is like, uh, oh, my, my life for my you. My life for you. Yeah, yeah. That's his, like, his thing. Um, So we, so, all right. We, we got don't the... get a lot on the bad guys. Not not really, no. Because they're just, like, stock criminals. Yeah, they're but like... this is, again, this is probably, this is where this book probably talks about other stuff. Not us, though. Um, <laughs> no, sir. No. So we have our two camps set up, right? Um, in Boulder, where like the good guys are, they're rebuilding civilization. Really, they're the they're, Boulder Free Zone. Yeah, which the I thought it was the Boulder Free Zone, like there were no boulders. Yeah, for a long time, <laughs> almost the whole movie. There you go. I'm a fucking dummy. M O O N. That spells Boulder Free Zone. <laughs> um. And then, so, <coughs> excuse me, our main characters become like some sort of a committee, right? We yeah. have, so Gary Sinise. And Mother Abigail like picks the committee, right? Right before she skips town? Yes. Yeah. So it's Gary Sinise, um, Rob Lowe. Yep. Uh, Frank. Is Frank in it? Larry. Larry or, That's what I meant, Larry. Yep. Yeah. He, Frank Underwood would yep. be Kevin Spacey. <laughs> that's right. Jesus um, Christ. Uh, Ray Walston, he's in there. Mm -hmm. And who was the the heavy set guy? I forget. Jerry or something? Oh, yeah, that guy. He's the guy who picks up Rob Lowe and Tom Cullen. Yeah. I forget his name, too. Yeah. that It doesn't matter. He's Whatever. the fat guy. We'll yeah. call him the fat guy. But their committee, they're like, 
they're like, all right, we know Flag is is up to something out in Vegas. We want to send like some spies to find out what's going on. So they picked Tom Cullen, yeah, the simple man, which ended up being the right call, but for reasons I think were beyond their purview. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they should have done that. No, I don't think so either. But yeah. they they, they hypnotized. <laughs> yeah, they hypnotized him because he can't handle like conscious instruction. Right, he'll just muck it up right. by being all Tom Cullen about it. Stupid Tom. Stupid Tom. Doesn't he say at one point, I sure do wish I wasn't retarded. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. I was like, come on. <laughs> oh, don't Tom. don't write that guy to say that. Um, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so they send Tom Cullen out to... They hypnotize him and sell him... They're like, come back when the moon is full. Yeah, gather as much info as you can and come back when the moon is full. That's the entire payoff for that stupid thing. That whole moon thing, yeah. Yeah. It's not... M-O-O-N, that spells moon. Oh! Oh, boy. Yeah, no. Not worth it. Not worth it. Not worth the legwork. It's no hold the door. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A reference I only kind of get. Yeah. I've never seen that show. (laughs) So they send him out... um, and a couple other spies. It's him. Is it the judge? One of them. The judge, the judge is one, is of, one them. of them. Right, because he he yeah. gets he gets killed by Sam Raimi. That's right. Who makes a cameo in this movie? Oh, we totally skipped Kathy Bates being in this movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, and Ed even, Harris. Yeah, yeah, right, and right. fucking Ed Harris. Right. And who else did we say was uncredited? Um, oh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, which so weird. Mm, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, let's. I'll just run down the the King alumni real quick. Ed Harris from Creepshow and Evil Things. Um, Ray McKinnon, who was also Needful Things. We talked about him. He was a deputy. There was Troy Evans, who played the sheriff in this movie. Um, when uh, Rob Lowe is like helping those yeah, guys, yeah. Um, he was also yeah. the sheriff in Lawnmower Man. Right. Yeah. Um, William Newman, who was he's the doctor who's also in that sheriff's uh, mm-hmm. place. Yeah. He's in Silver Bullet. He's the gas station attendant. Fucking yeah, he is. <laughs> I was like, this guy looks so familiar. Yeah. He's like, you want and- me to check your bullshit meter or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Um, Kathy Bates, misery baby. Oh, she is the misery baby. Yeah. She plays this um, radio. Le- yeah, like-, like this hard-boiled radio personality who just yeah. tells it like it is. And she ends up getting shot Assassinated in yeah. by about 20 soldiers. Yeah. You hear, like, you hear rounds going off for a few seconds. Yeah. You can they, fire they a lot of rounds. Cut in. her down. Yeah. <laughs> just Swiss cheese. It's so bad. The carnage is so bad that they don't cut back to her with right. the camera. Right. You don't yeah, see yeah, what yeah. happened. Yeah, we don't see what happened. Yeah. Um, and Dan Martin, who is not a name that anybody would really know but he was in sleepwalkers he played um he was the black uh deputy who was always singing in the car yeah he was he's one of the guys like around the campfire with john landis who's also in this fucking movie what the fuck yeah i'm more excited about dan martin honestly yeah yeah (laughs) just like to see him work Mm -hmm. yeah um and then sam raimi is in it hey sorry for sniffling into the microphone I'm not a professional. I've been, I've been falling apart. Right. You've over been, here. you have been spackling your gullet with <laughs> peanut butter in an yeah. attempt to stop hiccuping. Yeah, the the hiccups can only be cured for me by a huge mouthful of peanut butter, <laughs> which hiccups are not uh, not great for radio, and neither is a mouthful of peanut butter. <laughs> Uh, tune in next week when we enjoy <laughs> a big bowl of New England clam chowder. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, how much time do we have left? Where are we at? Um, great question. 
we are at 55 minutes. Oh boy. So we're, I mean, we're, we're getting, we're coming into the home stretch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they, um, so we have, okay. So the spies so are set spies, up. Yeah. Um, one of them is a woman who is, Oh, we completely missed the part where real quick. Yeah. Um, Harold, you know, he's, he feels betrayed by Molly Ringwald. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Nadine shows up to the good camp in yeah. Boulder. And, and who's dri- who drives her to Boulder? One Stephen King. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's just like chipper as, as, as all yeah. shit. Just uh, he's like, yep, going to see Mother Abigail. Couldn't be more excited. Yeah. And she's just like, <laughs> her hair yes. is turning white. Yeah. The whole movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because that's what happens when that's you what do gets some the devil light hard. over the shirt stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the devil. Uh, oh. she's she's going there to sabotage them, and she like seduces Harold, right? But that again, she's like, we can't have sex. I'm saving myself, but we could do some other stuff for the devil. Yeah, uh, yes, and they, he's a virgin. Yeah, which he he pretty much says, and he's like, all right, well, I'll take anything, um, even anal. Yeah, <laughs> I'll settle for anal. I'll settle for anal. <laughs> um, and their their relationship becomes very gross. Very it's, quick. I don't enjoy it. No. I thought she was like, because there's a part where she's like insisting that he drink. She's constantly insisting that he drinks wine. Yes. And I thought she was like, you know, slipping him something. Right. But she's not. She's no. just like, let's get drunk. Yeah. Let's yeah. get drunk and do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do stuff ends up meaning uh, blow up a house. Yeah. There's like a, there's a, a night where everyone's having a town meeting at the house and Harold... Builds a bomb, but not after developing the biggest fucking ego. He's so rude to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, like, yeah, this this woman was kind enough to suck his dick. Yeah. All the time. Mm -hmm. And he's like, to put his quit fucking nagging me all the time. I'm trying to build a bomb. God, babe, you're smothering me. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if if Laura What's her fucking San name? Giacomo? San Giacomo is good enough to slip your pig between the gap in her teeth. Oh, baby. Yeah. Then you uh, you be patient. Yeah. You be patient. Uh, so they blow up the house. It kills Rob Lowe. Yeah. Rob Lowe. Everybody. They're, the whole cast, they like sort of run out of the house and and Rob Lowe runs Doesn't? directly to the bomb. I guess maybe he thinks he can like disarm it. I don't know why he would think that. I don't know either. <laughs> but he he gets blown up. Yeah, he gets blown clean up. He's standing yeah. over that damn thing. And I do like the fact that Harold gives like this little missive right before it goes off. He's like, I, Harold so-and-so, I'm doing this yes. on my own free will and volition. And no one hears it. Right. Because Rob Lowe is the only one in the house. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's poetic. Yeah. Is it? Is it? No, I don't know. Not really. Yeah. Uh, so... Yes, they, they we got that. So um, they they're skipping town, and as they're going to Vegas, Nadine pushes Harold over the side of a cliff. Yeah, and he is just left for dead. Well, yeah, he's like Nadine, you gotta help me. I'm a broken leg, broken ribs. Wait, does she push him or does he just fall? Well, he's coming around a bend, and uh, Randall Flag is standing in the road. And, oh, and that's and he like swerves and goes off the cliff, which is dumb. Yeah. He, that, like for Randall, that's bad strategy to kill your own people. Yeah, but this guy was also getting some business from his 
This has been didgery. Don't. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but what ends up happening to... So, um, well, Mother Abigail sends Gary Sinise, um, Larry Underwood, uh, Ray Walston, and the... The fat guy. The fat guy, who I can't remember his name, sends him... She's like, the four of you have to go now. Right now to <laughs> On Las Vegas. Foot. On foot. Don't take any water or food or anything. She's just like, go. yeah, you'll go on foot, uh, just One, wearing the clothes on your back. Yep. One of you will die. Uh, but what if, like, they didn't go? Like, what if they what took if they a took car? A second, yeah. <laughs> what if they packed some stuff? Yeah. It's like one of you will die of hydration on the way there, but you have to go. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know, Mother Abigail. But while they're out on the road, this is this shit happens with Harold. And Gary Sinise has some sort of telepathic connection. He shines. He shines with Harold. Yeah, he, he shines, shines with, with a few people, I think, in this movie. But Harold, um, he... he Pins a note to himself. Yeah, it says, um, I'm sorry, I was misled. Yeah, and then he kills himself. and Kills himself on the side of the road. And Gary Sinise gets like a head pang. He's like, and they're like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, nothing. Harold just killed himself. Yeah. Let's get going. Right, he's like, ah, it tastes like gunmetal in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they they're heading towards Vegas. This is fucking nuts. Like this is like the last hour of the movie is them walking towards Vegas, and they like there's a big um, like crevice that's cut out in the road that they have to they have to like climb down this thing and then climb up on the other side. Right. Gary Sneeze breaks his leg. Yeah. Yeah. So and like that was one of the things Mother Abigail said is like somebody is not going to make it to Vegas. Yeah. And it's it's nobody saw it being Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, who then gets the regular flu in the while like while everyone else is doing their thing, I guess just from exposure, he's getting regular sick. Yeah, yeah. So he's like they make him a little splint, and he uh, like he's just stuck in this ditch. He's like, I guess I'll just die here. Figure out what happens, you know. Right. And at a certain point, he's like clawing his way out. And when who comes to save him? One. Tom, Tom Cullen. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tom had seen uh, them. They're making they're making bombs to fly over Boulder and blow it up. Mm-hmm. So Tom saw this, and that's when he left when the moon was full, and then that's what he was coming to report. Um, so he pulls Gary Sinise out of the out of the ditch, and they're now they're together. While this is happening, the other three guys. Are captured. They're captured in Vegas. Yes. Um, Ray Walston uh, talks a lot of shit to yeah. Randall Flagg. Yeah, he does. I really enjoyed that, that part. That was good. Um, and then Randall forces, uh, uh, what's his name, Miguel Ferreira, to shoot him. Yeah, which he doesn't want to do at first. Right, but then he ta- then uh, Walston talks some shit to him too. He's like, um, like you don't have to do this, you know, you know, whatever. But like. It, it's, well, he's it's like, a like backhanded kind of thing. Yeah, he's sort of like he's like I know you see through his bullshit. Yeah, this guy's full of shit. I mean, yeah, you know it, that. He's like, yeah, he's like, this is the only guy who's ever believed in me my it, whole life. Right. And he pumps him full of lead. Right. Belly shots, baby. Yeah. Uh, Down he goes. So then we got two <laughs> left. We got Larry and our fatso. Well, okay. And then 
we got to talk about Trash Can Man. Oh, Trash Can Man's off doing his own thing. Well, oh, first he, he blows up the right. He's hanging out by like the airplane hangar where the plane that they're going to fly over Boulder and drop the bombs yeah, is. I guess he's in charge of making those bombs. right? Yeah. Well, Trash Can Man. Why yeah. wouldn't he be? Right. Yeah. He's the freaking Trash Can Man. <laughs> trash Can Man gets a little too excited. Right. Trash Can Man puts bomb on the plane he blows up the whole friggin' hangar and he runs away and he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry he says as he rides his quad off into the horizon yeah um and all right less poetic vehicles than a quad you can ride off <laughs> i can think of one and it's an rv <laughs> is there anything no i maybe like a like a cartoon jalopy that's like shotgun firing exhaust every i don't seconds. know i think that that quad is like kind of weird and perfect <laughs> yeah it is but uh, yeah so trash uh trash finds a military base with nukes yeah it's like the whole it's the united states entire nuclear stockpile yeah and he's like oh baby he's like oh fuck <laughs> which so, i love the one shot where they're like where they're like in the warehouse or whatever and the the elevator doors open up, and he's still on the quad. Yeah. Like he took the quad <laughs> into the elevator. Yeah, that's so really good. good. Um, so and he's just like driving around. Yeah, he's I like, can't fit oh, oh, baby, oh, oh, Hachi Machi. Yeah, I I love me some bombs. So he takes one missile and he straps it to the to yeah, the, to quad. the quad, and he takes off with it. Like, oh. Across the desert, yep. and it's worth mentioning that the, over the course of the movie, the trash man is like physically decomposing. Yeah, he's not in great shape. Yeah, by the time he gets to Vegas, he sorry, I did it again. He takes off his goggles and like the skin's like fused yeah, to it's them, like kind melted of melted to his face. Yeah, Ugh. Uh, um, he's like a trash can man made of glue. No, oh, I don't gross. like it. So, uh, he gets he gets back to Vegas, right? Uh, there's a big, big town meeting basically, where Randall Flag, um, he's he's captured Larry and the Fatso, Fatso yeah, um, and it's... chained them up in a Jesus Christ pose, mm-hmm. um, and he's basically like, we're gonna dismember you right here in front of everybody, <laughs> and one guy protests and he's like, we shouldn't do this. Oh, and, and then he gets the uh, weirdest thing. Yeah, he gets like a ball a, of electricity. Yeah, like a a Ryu, like yeah. Hadouken <laughs> sort is, of ball. It is a Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Is a uh, Kamehameha wave. Yeah, yeah, cast at him. Um, and he dies. The the protester. And there's like a cla- it stays on him. Yes. And then someone else touches him. Shawnee Smith. Shawnee Smith touches him, and then she gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that all happens, and uh, then Trash Man rides in. Trash rides in, and Randall's like, what the fuck are you doing here he's with like, that bomb? <laughs> he's like, I just love you so much. Yeah, and uh, Randall's like, uh, mer- like, they've had the plan to kill him ever since he blew up the plane. Right. Uh, they're like, whenever he comes back, because he will come back, just do it. Don't make him suffer. Oh, it's a pooch. Oh, little baby. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, they're going to kill him no matter what. But then he brings the bomb and they're like, fucking kill him right now. Yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. And what happens? Um, The hand of God? Mother slash Abigail? Mother Abigail? Yeah. the Isn't it the same electricity that's on that guy turns into good electricity? Maybe. I, don't I know. thought it was, but maybe I misread the bad special I, effects. I, this hand made of like light basically comes down and 
like sort of picks up the bomb. Yeah, but not before she's like uh, she, to Larry to Larry and, and the other. Uh, yeah, she's like my my children. You ready to come home? And they're, they're like, uh-huh. And they're like, yes. Dude. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah. So then she blows up Las Vegas. Yeah, with all the bad people. <laughs> all the bad people. <laughs> uh, yeah, she sure fucking does. And then from a distance, Tom and... Uh, Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, they see this, this, this mushroom cloud. Right. A traditional mushroom cloud. Yeah. They're like, we won. Right. So then they they head home. Gary, there's a there's like, a thing where Tom has to like nurse Gary Sinise yeah, back, back to health. Dumb, who cares? And then they get back to town, and Stephen King greets them. Yeah, and which and, like I was thinking about that. I was like, that was probably so fun for him to like. I thought the exact same thing. Like, like his characters, he's interacting. Like, yeah, with his character, like that was so sweet. Yeah, I felt good for him. Yeah, so oh Stevie. I, I, oh, by the way, happy belated birthday to Stephen King. Oh, yeah, guys. It was just... Happy 69th birthday oh, to oh, Stephen King. Baby. Yeah. This is the fuck and suck birthday for you, Stevie. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it. One <laughs> On year. The 20, was it the 21st, I think? I think so. 21st. Um, so, guys, if you haven't already, wish him a fucking happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, wish him a belated birthday. Tell him you're the ghost of his birthday. Come back to wish him one good yeah. one. Um. I thought the same thing though. In that scene in particular, too. <laughs> yeah. Like where yeah, he's when he like, was like, Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Gary Sinise, you're back. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Uh, his character's name? I forget. No, but it's like, and Tom Cullen. It was like Stu. Yeah. Stu. Stu. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. It was really nice. I yeah, like that. It was nice. So meanwhile, there's this whole thing, as we alluded to before. Molly Ringwald has been pumped full of Sinise semen. Yeah. And she is. Uh, gestating. Yep. She's growing one. Yep. And they're like worried that it's going to die because it might not be immune to the flu, which weirdly is the exact same concern that they had on Last Man on Earth. Huh. I was thinking about that a lot Weird. because like both in both universes, a virus is what wipes everyone out. Do you think that they take place in the same universe? Maybe. Oh, boy. Oh, I hope not because they're really... They yeah, start in for some shit. <laughs> well, no, they were like close to Vegas for a while. They were in Tucson. Mm. They were close enough that they would be victims of like nuclear fallout. Hmm. Also, also probably true of Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, they should be farther away. I, I would think so. Yeah. Um, but then so but then they but then they Molly say they, like yeah the baby's fine yeah the baby ends up being fine and. That's it. That's where the movie ends. And we get that thing that we got in what fucking movie where oh, in Pet Cemetery 2. Okay. Where we had the montage of yes. people who died. Yep. As though they were just real... the good people. Yeah. But just, yes. Yeah. Just the good people. Yep. It would have been good if they just threw Randall Flagg in yeah, there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also just to uh put a put a pin in something we set up earlier. The scene where Larry's wife is captured by Randall Flagg. Yeah, uh, he's like trying to squeeze information out of her, and the reason Tom Cullen ends up being a good spy is because uh, Randall can't like read his mind because he's too simple. Yeah, which f- fuck that, right? Sure, but also she's like, I won't tell you. He's like, You're gonna tell me, and she impales herself on a shard of glass. And yeah. I was like, Fuck. Yeah, she, this is pretty intense. That was intense. Yeah. So, um, so uh, let's do segments. Yeah, let's let's talk about. Sorry, I'll talk into the microphone. <laughs> let's let's get into our shining moments. All right. Well, okay. So first, first kill. Oh that's yeah, tough because everybody just yeah everyone dies, dies right? kind of concurrently. But I guess it would be Ray Campion's wife. I guess and child. Right. Uh, All right. Sad. Um, 
Oh, that hurts my parts. Go. Oh, that hurts my parts. <laughs> uh. Rob, what hurt your parts? I don't, I don't know if I have something locked and loaded yet. I mean, besides when the devil rapes uh, Laura San Giacomo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, the whole movie is leading. She's like, I'm, I know I'm going to end up fucking this devil. And then. And she, like, but she's, like, excited to do it. She is into it. And then when it's about to happen, she's like, no, I don't want to do this right. anymore. Well, because he turns into a, de- a demon face, right? I thought he did only did that after oh, maybe, she said no. Maybe after she said no. But it was exactly like Sleepwalkers, where yeah. it was like, yeah. I'm into it, and then no, I'm, I'm not. not into yeah. it, and then, yeah. Except this time it actually happens. And also her character arc, uh, she goes with him back to Vegas. Right. Uh, uh, impregnated herself. It, yeah. And, like, horrified by what's just happened. Yeah. Uh, Not speaking, like, very... uh, Just sitting sitting there. And then, like, she throws herself off the balcony. Yep. And is, like, basically, like, this is... Your empire of shit is collapsing around you. Which is cool. Yeah. It's, like... She, like, it. her character, I felt really bad for. I think she has, like, the worst... She has the worst, yeah, of everyone in this entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. and for her to get like sort of the last word in there and being like, "You're fucked." Yeah, that um, was pretty good. You're fucked. I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the devil rape. Is devil not rape great. is not good. Molly Ringwald is also terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Second only to be. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, I'll, I might I've, maybe I'll co-sign on that. I'm not a. I don't think when you give Molly Ringwald like actual emotional things to try to tackle, she has quite what it takes. But like, I don't know, you know, she's in all those like John Hughes movies, and I think she's fine yeah, but, in those. Oh, like, like Judd Nelson's not carrying her the whole way oh to God. the end zone. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, um we, I don't know. Shining moment, or do you want to? Yeah, I was just gonna say like I don't know. There's so much. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a sensitive millennial, but there's so much shit that is just like unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, you got to remember, it's 94. We don't know anything yet. We must have known not to call mute people dumb. We I, must have known. I think, 94? I, no, I think we did, but it's also the South. I think right. That's yeah. A thing. Which that's is an element. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> the more I like. The more we watch these, I'm like, when did we actually start caring about people? Right? Like, two it was years like ago? two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about our shining moments. All right. Daddy! What, what'd you love? What'd you love so much? I, oh, man. I, I, I enjoyed this movie, I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I love, though? I love... I, oh, man. Uh, Rob Lowe. <laughs> his was, face yeah his face is god gorgeous face damn My it god. Rob Lowe. um i gotta stop letting you go first yeah i know taking all mine <laughs> <laughs> rob Lowe's fantastic Keep i love your him. hands off my low <laughs> um yeah he's really good in this uh fucking what's his name's gary sinise uh ray walston oh yeah ray shitting walston. on randall flag yeah was a great you know moment. what i think that is my favorite moment all right it, then i'll i'll, I'll take rob Lowe. <laughs> um all right great let's um do do we i mean in memoriam is that necessary um did anyone die unnecessarily did the dog die unnecessarily dog is still alive dog dog was good to go yeah that's I it anybody right i don't know if the judge needed to die all right let's let's <laughs> open up an in memoriam real quick all right 
All right. Um, let's see. Oh, fuck you. How long is this clip? 13 minutes. <laughs> All right. I think Ozzy Davis didn't need to die. Yeah, I don't think he needed to die either. I thought that was that was unnecessary. That was gratuitous. I yeah, think. like that. I mean, I guess the point of that whole thing is just to show that Randall Flag is losing control. Yeah, right. Because his guys aren't doing his bidding. It, <laughs> I did like though that what you know, like the whole time Randall Flag is changing between like denim Dan and a crow. <laughs> yeah. And oh, the one time he had feathers on him. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> that I, I I laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Um, that was good. <laughs> so okay, um, let's get into in the book I'm working on now. There's a spooky monster, King Tropes. Tropes. It makes sense that I think there are a lot in this one. Do you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense because this book. I mean, the book is considered Stephen King's like best book. Yes. Like the best thing he's ever written, right? So of course it, he pulls out all his tricks. Yeah, it's all it's top five for him for yeah. sure. So evil Southerners. Yep, it's saying the calling people Hoss also. Oh yeah, love that. I do love Hoss. I've incorporated um, that into my daily speech. Cornfields. Mm-hmm. Um, remote controlled lawnmowers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mother Abigail's having a blast yeah. playing with that remote-controlled lawnmower. It's great. She's spoken to God, and she still can appreciate the little things. Yep. Um, on else? that note, magical black people. Magical blacks. That's not specific. <laughs> MBs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's not really specific to Stephen King, but God, does he love to do it. Yeah. And also, like, sort of the same problematic thinking, uh, the simple, the simpleton. Yes. Um and oh yeah a lawnmower man a lawnmower man a straight yeah. up lawnmower man right um what else we got what else we got uh, i don't know Probably we did have a writer stuff. character who yeah, did kind of look like stephen king yep when he was wearing them glasses them glasses um oh geez i talked a big game about how many tropes there were now i can't think of any yeah should have made a list fuck damn hmm it's yes. it's fine. Is it? I don't know. Guys, just take all the tropes that we've already talked about and remember them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's wrong with you? Um, what else? Oh. What what's happening, Dan? Cut that out. <laughs> I accidentally clicked an ad on my phone. I was trying to go to a thing. Oh, sorry. To help the show. <laughs> and instead, I hurt the show. I hurt the show so bad. I hurt those I love the most. Um, uh, you want to? What else is there? Is it just IMDb? Well, uh, yeah. Um, oh, you're talking tropes still? No, no. I I think we're done oh, with tropes, right? Um, ominous birds. Ominous birds. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, fucking what's it called? Uh huh. The dark half. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Throw that in there. All right. Uh, ready to move on? Yeah. We, yeah. All right. Um, real quick. I wasn't even going to do it this time. No Slimers. No Slimers. IMDb. (laughs) IMDb, the segment where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on IMDb.com. Right. 24,883 people uh, voted on this movie. It's got an average score of 7.3 out of 10 stars. That's the highest we've had in a while. Yeah. Probably since like Misery or something. Yep. And, uh... 
I don't know about you, but I feel pretty good about that. I think that's pretty on on the nose. I think that's that's right there. Yeah, that's where I would put it. It's like a decent execution of something that I. It's good when you can tell from an adaptation that it had to cut stuff out of the source material, right? Instead of like extrapolate from a short story. <laughs> yeah, but also I don't think it's. I don't think the movie uh, is left like you're not. Like what, there are holes here and stuff like that. Like you could watch this movie without seeing or reading the book and be fine. I think. Right. Yeah. Which is what I did, and I was fine. And what I will continue to do yeah. until the day I die. Right. Or don't die. Right. Uh, yeah. No. It, it handles like ninety plot lines very well. Yeah. Like six hours is a long time, but like not that long. Yeah. And they they open up a lot of worm cans and. Close most of them back up. They, yeah. Granted, they blow most of them up. That's fine. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that counts as closed. Yeah. I did not like that. That might be what hurts my parts is just that ending. The end. Well, with yeah. the hand of God. The ending is, yeah, it's kind of weak. I think it's anticlimactic. It reminded me of Dogma, where yeah. it's like they do all this battling and then God's just like, fine, I'll do it. Right. Why? It's like the deus ex machina thing where yeah. it's just like, all right, we'll just end it right now. Yeah. All right, that's it's fine. very disappointing to me. Yeah, All right. I'm I'm there. Yeah. I'm so but you know what? If they had just one of their own accord, I'd be like, people can't beat the devil, right? Because then it would have been. I did keep thinking that, like, how are they gonna fucking beat this guy? They're right. just a bunch of clowns. Yeah, well, I, but that's a king trope too. Is like normal people beating the devil or like oh, some incredibly powerful force. Yeah, I uh, I've thought of another trope: people going great distances and only then dying to die immediately. immediately yeah <laughs> yeah oh boy they, it, like i don't know you think about like mother abigail telling the four of them to go to vegas there's really no reason for it yeah like uh, tom she, cullen is out of there already tom cullen's out of there trash man's doing his own thing Tra- right trash is gonna do that yeah um maybe it's to gather everybody up in the square but it's a nuke who cares? Yeah. No. No. A nuke is going to kill everyone in on the Vegas Strip. Yeah. It's like two city blocks. Right. Maybe. I don't know how long the Vegas Strip is. It's big. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. But it, it, but even so, it'll take it. It's a nuclear. Take, yeah. yeah. It'll take yeah. it out. Um, um, so I do. That, that's like weird to me that mm-hmm. she's like, the four so of maybe, you go out to die. Maybe In Memoriam should include uh, those three guys. Larry, Glenn, and Fatso. Fatso. <laughs> do you have another In Memoriam? Yeah. I've got a stack of them. All right. Um, pretty good. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it would go into Freebird. <laughs> uh, yeah, so give it up for those three. Yeah. Fatso. <laughs> Larry, Larry and Glenn. And Glenn. Yeah. They need I to think die. that's good. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, right? That's the stand? I think so. Oh, man. We banged it out. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's great. So, guys, again, rate review on iTunes. It's, uh... It helps us to get more listeners. Yes, and, uh, go on Patreon. Feel free to... You can donate a buck a month. No, if you... Yeah, as we're set up now, if you donate a dollar, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. Yeah. So... It's one buck. It's one buck. And we'll talk about you yeah. positively. Yay. Yes. Um, stay tuned. Next week, we'll be doing Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's a big one. 
It's a big one. I'm going to write a song about it. You, I actually have written a song already. We, we might have a, one uh, very special guest next week. Morgan is it, Freeman. Oh, I, I was going to say uh, Clancy Brown. <laughs> he uh, seems attainable. Yeah, yeah, he does, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Shaw, Shaw no Shank. one, no one's scheduled as of yet, right? We don't have no, anyone we for don't, this movie. No, besides Morgan, this Freeman. might be a two-hander. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just going to be doing my uh, Morgan Freeman impression the whole time. I Fine, I'll do Javier Bardem. <laughs> Great. I don't so know if he's available. Ne- so next week for the we're worst be out episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to be out of the studio. Right, it's going to be guest hosted <laughs> by Javier Bardem <laughs> and Morgan Freeman. Those, those two <laughs> thickest thieves. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, who listens to the show. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, this. you stuck with us this long. We're about... We're getting to be halfway through. We but... are not even close to halfway. What? <laughs> How many are there? No, we're... Uh... Uh, don't even... It's not worth it. No, it... Because... We shouldn't tell people how how much longer this is going to go on. No. Because then they'll be like, oh, really? No, it... But they have to know when the year 1994 was. We're approaching halfway but we are we're still quite a ways away <laughs> and uh, and every week they add more yes every week that we don't put it out an episode they add they another, punish us yeah, they talk about <laughs> making another movie so uh, uh yeah stay tuned for our so new, i guess if you like the schedule. show sabotage us <laughs> keep us from putting episodes out yeah and um, uh and I get, they'll do it. Yeah, that's it. So until next week, I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. Stephen King.